on the block on demand. This is on the block with Brent X. Welcome back. You're on the block ESPN radio. Let's get it. Shall we pick six coming up? Pick the six biggest games in football. We added the survivor pool payoff twist this year. We'll have to eat a hot dog with ketchup on it. Which, if you know me, just makes me want to gag to no end just thinking about it. New Orleans Saints, minus nine and a half. That's the survivor pool pick this week over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do you say we look at uh, the rest of the National Football League? Let's dig in, baby. Everything you need to know about the upcoming National Football League slate. It is the first NFL Blitz of 2018. Last night, Philadelphia defeats the Atlanta Falcons 18-12 in a dreadful football game. 26 penalties. What's a catch? Atlanta still can't figure out the red zone. And the Philly special was back. Hey, Tris! Philly special. Yes, another one. Pittsburgh's at Cleveland this week, about 70 degrees. There is some rain in the forecast at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland. The Steelers are minus four with an over-under of 44. Steelers, 13-3 last season, won the AFC North, lost to Jacksonville in the divisional round. You know about Cleveland, 0-16. And they're 1-31 over the last two years. Cleveland has not beat the Pittsburgh Steelers since October 12, 2014. They've lost six straight to the Steelers. Le'Veon Bell out. He's continuing his holdout. Tyrod Taylor gets the start. Josh Gordon is questionable for this game. Cincinnati's at Indianapolis, of course, in the Lucas Oil Stadium. Covered dome. Indianapolis minus three with an over-under of 48. Bengals 7-9, Colts 4-12, and and they get Andrew Luck back on the field for the first time since January 1st, 2017. Marlon Mack is questionable in this game. Cincinnati did beat... Indianapolis 24-23 last year, that game in Cincinnati. Tennessee at Miami, 90 degrees and humid, partly cloudy is the forecast for the Titans and Dolphins at Hard Rock Stadium. The Titans minus one and a half with an over-under of 45. Titans 9-7 playoff season last year, losing to New England in the divisional round. The Fish coming off a 6-10 season. They did beat Tennessee 16-10 in Miami last year. Mike Brabel making his head coaching debut for your Tennessee Titans. Devontae Parker and Jack Conklin are both doubtful for this game. The Niners at the Vikings. This is a sneaky good game this week. I haven't heard a lot about this one being hyped up, but I want to watch this one. They're in the Dome in mini. Minnesota is minus 6.5 with an over-under of 46. The Niners coming off a 6-10 season. Jimmy G coming to save the day, perhaps, for the Niners. We all know about the Vikings, 13-3 last season, won the NFC North, but lost to Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game. These two teams have not played since September of 2015, a game won by San Francisco, 20-3. Jimmy G, 7-0 last year as a starter, 5-0 with San Francisco in the last five games of last year. Kirk Cousins makes his debut with the Vikings. Malcolm Smith and Xavier Rhodes are questionable. In this matchup, Houston's at New England, Gillette Stadium, 68, mostly sunny. The Patriots are minus six and a half. The over-under is 51. Texans coming off a 4-12 season, just decimated by injury. Deshaun Watson, notably J.J. Watt. New England, 13-3 last season, won the AFC East, but lost to the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. As you know, the Patriots and, and 
Texans seem to meet up every year. Remember, the Patriots had to pull off a big comeback in the fourth quarter to beat New England uh, to beat Houston last year, 36-33. Deshaun Watson, 300 passing yards, 40 rushing yards, two touchdowns in just his second start in that game a year ago. But this is his first start since October 29th when he tore his ACL. He was on his way to being perhaps not just the rookie of the year, but the MVP of the league with the tear he was on. Still has a wretched offensive line, so we're going to have to see how that goes. Uh, Tom Brady has started 15 of the last 16 season openers for New England. Incredible to think about. Will Fuller and Sony Michelle are questionable in this game. If he can get healthy again and give the Patriots a running game they need, that would be huge because Patriots are a little thin on offense right now. Edelman doesn't come back for a few weeks. Shells hurt, but they're the freaking Patriots. They always find a way, right? Tampa Bay's at New Orleans in the Dome. Saints minus nine and a half in this matchup. As I know, they're my survivor payoff pool pick this week. With I'm taking the spread, too. I'm taking the spread. Minus nine and a half. The over-under's 49 and a half. Bucks coming off a 5-11 season. New Orleans was 11-5, lost... Uh, to Minnesota in the divisional round of the playoffs after winning the NFC South. These two split their series last year, both teams winning at home. New Orleans won at home 30-10 to a year ago. Uh, Mark Ingram and Jameis Winston both suspended. Are you ready for the Ryan Fitzpatrick experience once again? Jacksonville at the New York Football Giants, 70 and partly cloudy is the forecast for MetLife Stadium. The Jaguars... Minus three with an over-under of 43. Of course, coming off that 10-6 and six season, winning the AFC South. I want, losing it to New England in the AFC Championships, one way to put it, more like they blew it. They blew that game in the fourth quarter. They should have went to the Super Bowl. Giants, of course, coming off that wretched 3-13 uh, and 13 season, just ravaged by injury a year ago. Uh, these two teams haven't played since 2014. Jacksonville winning that game by just one point, 25 the 24. It's the Tom Coughlin Bowl back in Giants Stadium. It's the NFL debut for Saquon Barkley, Odell Beckham Jr.'s first game since fracturing his ankle in Week 5 last year. Jalen Ramsey will play, but he is questionable in this game, as is Vernon for the Giants. And I think I saw a report today, actually. This says questionable. I think he's out for this game. So the Giants, uh, more injury issues there, but certainly not to the point that it was a year ago when they lost everybody of note. Your Buffalo Bills visit Baltimore 72. There is rain in the forecast at MET Bank Stadium for the 1 o'clock kickoff. The Ravens are minus 7.5 with an over-under of 40. Both teams 9-7 and seven a year ago, and one went to the playoffs because the mighty Andy Dalton defeated Baltimore. In the last game of the season, keeping the Ravens out, putting the Bills in. Uh, Buffalo and Baltimore played two years ago in 2016, a game that the Ravens won 13-7. The mighty Nathan Peterman will start. Joe Flacco for the the Ravens, of course. I would expect Lamar Jackson to not only play in this game, but in a lot of Ravens games this year be stupid not to. Kansas City's at the L.A. Chargers. Good divisional matchup here at the StubHub Center. Last time uh, the Chargers visited, or pardon me, this is so weird to keep saying the L.A. Chargers, but ton of Kansas City fans in that building last year. They pretty much took over the place, and I would anticipate that again. 
The Chargers are minus three and a half with an over-under of 48. Kansas City 10-6 last year, winning the AFC West. The L.A. Chargers went 9-7, fell just short of the postseason. Kansas City with the season sweep a year ago, winning 24-10 and 30-13. But the Chargers haven't beat Kansas City overall since December of 2013. They have lost eight straight games to the Kansas City Chiefs. This will be just the second NFL star for Patrick Mahomes. The 15th NFL season for Phillip Rivers, his 13th straight season opener. Eric Berry and Joey Bosa are questionable for this game. I don't think Berry's going to play. Bosa probably will. Seattle's at Denver, mile high, 85 and sunny. But the Broncos minus three with an over-under of 42.5. Seattle, 9-7 last year. Denver, 5-11. These two teams haven't played since 2014. Seattle winning that one, 26-20. They also, of course, played in a little game called the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 48 with Seattle dominating that one, 43-8. How things have changed, though. Seahawks are a very intriguing team. They still have Russell Wilson. They're losing everybody of note. They can't pay that team. Bad offensive line. Defense is losing some of its Legion of Boom luster, of course, with some key players having moved on. Case Keenum. He's still around, kids. Thank you for getting us to the NFC Championship game. But we're going to bring in Kirk Cousins. So he ends up in Denver. The rookie one-handed linebacker, Shaquem Griffin, will get in for the injured K.J. Wright. What a great story he is. Remember the kid from uh, UCF? Washington at Arizona, 100 degrees and sunny, but they'll be inside at University of Phoenix Stadium. Arizona is minus one. With an over-under of 43.5, the Skins coming off a 7-9 season, the Cardinals 8-8. Washington beat Arizona 20-15 last year. That game was at Washington. New quarterbacks for each team. Alex Smith from Kansas City to Washington. And don't blink watching Sam Bradford for Arizona. Not only because he gets hurt all the time, but I'm sure Josh Rosen's going to shove him out at some point. But not for this one. Trent Williams and Jermaine Grisham are questionable in this game. Dallas is a Carolina Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. 84 and cloudy is the forecast. Panthers are minus three with an over-under of 42 and a half. Dallas 9 and 7 last year. Carolina coming off that 11 and 5 year. Making the playoffs but losing to New Orleans in the wild card round. These two haven't played since 2015. Carolina winning that one at Dallas. Curtis Samuel is out. Sunday night football. Chicago at Green Bay. Lambeau Field 70 and sunny although They're playing at night. Temperatures will dip a bit, but uh, looks like clear skies. Green Bay's minus 7.5 with an over-under of 47.5. Green Bay swept the series last year. As a matter of fact, Chicago hasn't beaten Green Bay since November of 2015. Aaron Rodgers is back after missing the last nine games of the season, or missing nine games last season, I should say, with an injury. Chicago brings in Khalil Mack. They drafted Roquan Smith. Mitchell Trubisky is going to be doing a little bit of the RPO this year. Aaron Rodgers is now the highest-paid player in football. It's the oldest and best rivalry in the NFL. Good one for Sunday night football. That is the NFL Blitz. We'll come back with the pick six and our new feature on the Friday football experience here on the block, Survivor Pick Payoff. Don't go anywhere. We're back after this. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back. On the Block is presented by Fusillo Automotive. Great to have you here on this football Friday. So the Blitz 
has informed you. Now it's time to put our money where our mouth is. Or in this case, could be putting a ketchup with hot dog. Uh, a hot dog with ketchup on it, pardon me. In my mouth. See, here's the thing. I just saw this during the break. Remember that dope in Cleveland that bet? That if the Browns took Baker Mayfield, he would eat horse poop on the air. See, no, 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 no. Brent's not doing that, okay? I'm not getting a tattoo. I'm not eating poop. I'm not shaving my head. No. But, like, eating a hot dog with ketchup on it, as much as that just, it's revolting to think about, I'll do that. Somebody suggested maybe when we get closer to Halloween for the Survivor Pick payoff, I'll have to do... Uh, eating a mellow cup, which, uh, oh boy, that's even worse. The the hot dog thing I could deal with, mellow cups. Oh, boy. Do you see what I'm willing to do for you people? But I felt like we needed to spice it up a little bit because I do the pick six, and I'm going to do the pick six here shortly. We picked the six biggest games in football, and we picked them, but I was like, we didn't put anything on the line. There wasn't anything that I won at the end of the year that we were we even like we didn't even keep track of it. I'm like, we gotta do something. Hence the new feature, survivor pick payoff. So my survivor pick this week, the New Orleans Saints, and I will play the point spread. Some people do these survivor pools and don't even play the point spread. I'm taking the Saints minus nine and a half. If I win, it's just that simple. I win, I get bragging rights. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. If I lose, if the Bucks win or cover I will eat a hot dog with ketchup on it. That is this week's Survivor Pool. Let's dig into the rest of the pick six here. Here we go. Start in college football where number three Georgia visits number 24 South Carolina. The Bulldogs are minus 10.5 in this game. Look, South Carolina is on the rise here. They got into the rankings. They've got a good quarterback. They have two of the best wide receivers, Debo Samuel included. In the SEC, Georgia's Georgia, okay? Kirby Smart has recruited awfully well there. They're coming off a 45-0 win over Austin P last week. Jake Fromm is still the starter, but they've got a quarterback that can come in and take his job at any time. Georgia's still loaded. They're rebuilding on defense a little bit, particularly without Roquan Smith. I am going to take the Gamecocks to cover. I think this is going to be a good game. Carolina at home. I like what Milt... Uh, Will Muschamp's doing there. Georgia will win this game. Covering 10.5 in a road SEC game against somebody this good, that's going to be tough. So give me South Carolina to cover the 10.5. The other matchup this week between ranked teams is number 17 USC and number 10 Stanford. With the Cardinal minus 6, this is a rematch of the Pac-12 championship game. Here's the thing. You think Stanford, you think Bryce Love, and you should because he is one of the top names that could win the Heisman. But they found themselves a quarterback in K.J. Costillo. They've got a great receiver in J.J. Whiteside, who had three touchdowns in over 200 yards last week. USC let UNLV put up several big plays last week before they pulled away and won that game. J.J. Daniels is stepping in for Sam Bradford. I think Stanford is the more complete team. They're at home. Great defense. Good running game. They found a couple more offensive weapons. They've got balance there. Give me Stanford. Minus six against USC. Number two, Clemson at Texas A&M. Dabo versus Jimbo. The Tigers are minus 12. Jimbo's got a big, uh, how can I put this, rebuilding job to go here. That defensive line, two great 
quarterbacks and Trevor Lawrence. Or pardon me. No, that's right. Trevor Lawrence and uh, Kelly Bryant. Texas A&M's got a great running back, but they're trying to find themselves a bit under Jimbo. That's a great home atmosphere. 12's usually a lot to cover in that building. One of the best home crowds in college football, but give me Clemson. Take care of Texas A&M. We move to the National Football League where Texas, the Houston Texans are at the New England Patriots who are minus six and a half. We went over it. The Patriots are the Patriots. They're seven and one against the Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson's back. They've got a bad offensive line, but do the New England Patriots have what it takes on defense to cover six and a half in this game with J.J. Watt healthy with everybody back for the Texans? The answer is no. The Texans... Go into New England, week one. And I'm going to take them to cover the six and a half and win outright. Take down the Patriots. Jaguars at Giants. Jags are minus three on the road in the Tom Coughlin Bowl. I don't anticipate a you know barn burner of a 38-35 type of football game here, but with the Giants' added weapons, with them being healthy, can Barkley kind of do what... The Jaguars are going to do. Run the ball with Fournette, grind it out, tell Blake Bortles not to screw it up. I'm really intrigued by Bortles because he lost Allen Robinson. He lost Allen Hearns. Marquise Lee's hurt. Still getting used to his receivers. I think the Giants are going to get some turnovers in this game and do just enough on offense. And you're giving me the Giants plus three at home. I'm going to take them against a good Jaguars team, but give me the Giants on opening day. Chiefs at Chargers. Chargers minus three and a half here. Kansas City has defeated the Los Angeles Chargers, formerly in San Diego, eight straight times. Make it nine. Give me Kansas City, plus three and a half in Los Angeles. Take our final break on that. No, come back after this. Those are my six picks, plus the Survivor Pool pick of the week, the New Orleans Saints. If I lose, I will eat a hot dog with ketchup. Good, gross. Thank you. Bye-bye.